Hello, this is Marissa Schaefer, and I'm here with Danceful Podcast. And today I will be talking to Daphna Tsadakai, who is a dietitian in the Netherlands who works with ballet dancers, amongst others. So this episode today will be focused on how to eat healthfully and well on a budget. Uh, it was inspired by a lot of my dance students here in New York City who I hear often asking about how to eat well, um, given a, a limited amount of space, right? No fancy blenders, no fancy kitchen equipment, um, and B, who are really operating on a budget. I think oftentimes the assumption is that the only way that they can eat healthfully and, and well is if they have expensive supplements and um, produce and and much more. And I just really, I don't think that's the case. So I brought Daphna on to help us dispel some of these myths, um, give our students and our dancers an idea of what they can keep in their pantries and in their fridge uh, to make really healthy, balanced meals, um, quick meals and how to meal prep and how to make smart decisions on the go. Um, a lot of these questions, in fact, all of these questions were inspired by my students. So I want to say thank you to those of you who are listening. Um, and without further ado, let me introduce Daphna. So when Daphna was younger, she danced a lot. She did all kinds of dance like classical ballet, jazz, modern, and show. Uh, after finished secondary school, she went to sports academy in Amsterdam for four years. And then after that, she went on to get her degree in nutrition um, after four more years of study and became a certified dietitian. Uh, in the meantime, she gave a lot of aerobic classes in the evenings. And so after that, she immediately started her own practice, diet training and health, uh, and specialized in sports nutrition. Mostly now she focuses on dancers. Uh, she focused also on irritable bowel syndrome, eating disorders, and now also cognitive behavioral therapy. Currently, she mostly works with dancers from different companies, individuals with IBS, all types of eating disorders, and models and model agencies. She's a nutrition teacher at the Theater Dance Academy, and she also works for HelloFresh as a recipe developer, but now mostly focused on health concepts and ingredient optimization in terms of health. Welcome, Daphna. To all of you, I hope you enjoy. Buckle your seatbelts. On this episode, Nutrition, the life coach, dance and performance, psychological development. And today you are in for treat. Hi. Hello. This is Ellie Kushner. And this is Marissa Schaefer from Dancewell Dance Podcast. Podcast. Dancewell Podcast. Hello, Daphna, and welcome to Dancewell Podcast. Thanks. Hello there. So Daphna is joining us from the Netherlands, uh, and we are going to be talking about eating well or eating healthfully on a budget, which was inspired by a lot of my dance students here in New York, um, who often come to me um, with gripes about like, oh, but I can't afford to eat that expensive smoothie, or I live in a dorm room and I don't even have a blender to make an expensive smoothie. Um, so I wanted to highlight how eating well doesn't have to be um, about expensive smoothies or supplements or expensive you know, meal plans. Um, but rather, um, I want to make sure that we tell our dancers who are living on a budget or in a dorm room without uh, extensive kitchen equipment that they can still eat well. So Daphna, thanks for joining me to talk about this. 
important topic. Uh, I think I want to start by having you talk to us um, about how to compose a versatile grocery list that is cost effective. So like if I peered into someone's fridge and pantries, what should it look like in there? What staples should they have? Well, the most important thing to start with, with is to think about the nutrients. Make sure that you always have a protein there um, around a carb and a, a fat component and uh, of course fruits and vegetables. So, and of course seasoning to make things tasty. I think that's the most important thing to start with. And of course, um, also make sure that you have your, your stuff at home. So that's what we also, um, yeah, we'll talk about in a bit, but um, uh, let me see. So if you start with the pantry, uh, the pantry items, uh, yeah, of course the dry, the oats as, as in terms of carbs, oats and muesli, um, uh, other whole grains in terms of rice, uh, quinoa, pasta, and uh, dry fruits, uh, for example, raisins are usually most um, uh, the cheapest ones and as good as other uh, dried fruits. Um, canned beans, of course, um, can stay there for a while and can be used as, of, as protein and as carb and are super nutritious. And then, of course, we have um, uh, canned fish in some countries and some countries that's also pretty expensive for example in the Netherlands canned fish is not that expensive so a good thing to have around if you need something quick um, of course canned tomatoes um, like diced tomatoes and did you know that for that uh, canned stuff for example the diced tomatoes contain at least the same amount as nutrients as fresh ones and it's yeah. always good to you, you you're always having that around and uh you can use it immediately in all kinds of things could be soups could be pasta sauces could be sauces for your rice um so super easy uh also onions and garlic uh always cheap and super nutritious and tasty of course uh, when we look into fat components, that could be, of course, nuts and seeds, uh, peanut butter, other nut butters, but they are usually a bit more expensive. Um, I'm always a big fan also of uh, broth, uh, either cubes or um, the, the, the liquid ones. Um, just give you a nice salty, savory taste to your dish, whether you make stews or, uh, or, or, or for soups, but also uh, for pasta sauces or for other sauces, it's really nice. And seasoning, of course. If you have, for example, uh, paprika powder, thyme, oregano, uh, soy sauce, always uh, important to have there so you can use it immediately and make something tasty. Um, and for some people, a protein powder could be also a good addition, uh, but that really depends. For protein powders could be expensive, can also be a bit cheaper, um, search and maybe ask around to your friends uh, if they know a brand that is good and, and cheap or ask a dietitian around. Um, so I think when we talk about a pantry, uh, those are the things that usually should be on a grocery list. Um, yeah, so make sure you have your, your vegetables um, and then your protein, carb, fat and seasonings. And then there is always something to, to create. And later on, I think I'll give you some examples. Excellent. 
Uh, Daphne, I feel like a lot of my students talk about fruits and vegetables being the most expensive um, and prohibitive, cost prohibitive. Um, do you have any suggestions about what types of vegetables to look out for in fruits uh, when they're in the grocery store? You named some really excellent uh, carbs and proteins, uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. First of all, um, if you have a freezer where you can store things in, go for that. Um, it's super easy to use um, and it's the cheapest. Uh, I know from the, uh, the US supermarkets that is a huge difference between frozen vegetables and fresh uh, in terms of price. And they're as nutritious as the fresh ones and they're always there and um, they don't run. So uh, let's say frozen spinach, frozen um, uh, kale, frozen uh, broccoli and uh, cauliflower peas, always really nice and tasty. Also could be carb, protein, but also a vegetable. And um, uh, in terms of fruit, well, if you want uh, fresh vegetables, I would definitely advise you to go for the uh, not pre-cut vegetables because they're usually more expensive. Uh, go for the whole ones, the big ones, the, uh, the cabbages, uh, full cauliflowers, carrots are always super nutritious and easy to use as snack, as part of your um, uh, stir fry, I don't know. Uh, but try to buy the, the, the bigger size, heavier vegetables because they're eventually, you can use them more often they don't rotten that uh, that fast and uh, yeah eventually also cheaper yeah and then when we talk about fruit definitely make sure you have bananas around uh, they're super good to use in a lot of things so they're super versatile also in between classes and stuff but also in your breakfasts or if you um, if you like to make for example banana bread which is a great snack um, yeah, it would be very nice to have. So, and other fruits, well, easy is an apple, uh, for example. Um, yeah, or a pear or, well, the most important thing is to keep it seasonal. The more you eat with the season, um, yeah, the, the cheaper the fruits are. So I think that's maybe even the best advice I can give you guys, um, yeah. Eat, uh, choose, buy things that are in season. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, and that's because there are more of them that are easier to, I mean, they grow naturally at that point. You're not manufacturing exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. And usually when things are in season, they're also in, um, how do you say that, in commercial. So they're also cheaper because then they harvest a lot. And if they don't sell it, it will get uh, spilled. So yeah, definitely buy things that are in season. Awesome. Fruits as well as veg. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, okay. Awesome starter on the grocery list here. Um, so I'm sure that for, I can hear like my students listening to this being like, okay, but now what? <laughs> so can you give yeah. us some examples of, um, you know, easy prep meals that, that dancers can make from this list um yeah yes of course maybe also some good things to add to this is for example whole grain pita breads mm. or whole grain tortillas which you can also store in your freezer but also in your fridge and they 
stay for quite a long time and uh, you can have them for lunch and you can have them for dinner, um, which is also super, uh, super easy and not that expensive. Uh, also, uh, for example, a fat components is, uh, for example, hummus or avocado could also be really nice things of proteins as in cottage cheese, super nutritious and easy. Uh, also eggs. So I think that are also important things to add to the grocery list that's not in the pantry, but they are in your fridge. Oh, sure. Yes. Uh, Forgot about that. Yeah, maybe let's add, let's repeat that. For example, proteins, cottage cheese, eggs, uh, feta cheese, super tasty, and then yogurts, all kinds of yogurts, plain yogurts. Um, but then also the avocado, which is a really good one. And the hummus, in some countries it's expensive, the avocado, because it's not growing there. But in other countries, avocado is, um, yeah, it's cheaper and also, and of course, super healthy. So I would definitely say that's a good one to have. And also sweet or normal potatoes, both super nutritious and not as expensive as, um, yeah, as maybe other things. Um, so yeah, what can we make with it? Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big fan of stews. Uh, it's easy and you can make a lot of it, which basically means you throw some vegetables in a pan, uh, you saute it for a little while, for, for a little bit, and then you add some stock to it. Uh, and then you add your, your, your chickpeas or your lentils or both. And then you, yeah, you, you, you let it there. Uh, bubble for 10 minutes 15 minutes and it's basically done and then you can add your rice to it or your your quinoa but you can also add some pasta to it or because you already added chickpeas uh, or uh, lentils you can go for a protein so then the chickpeas will be your carb in that situation um, so stews are my favorites because you can just make a lot of it at once and then vary with uh, whether you add your cottage cheese to it or if you eat chicken, when you eat chicken, you can add some baked chicken to it or uh, a hand of nuts to top it off. Um, so that will be one of my favorites, but also, for example, an omelet. If you make an omelet um, with some frozen spinach, some frozen peas and some uh, corn, um, yeah, you have a super nutritious meal could be lunch, could be dinner. And also omelets, you can make big ones where you end up using five or six eggs and then cut it in quarters. And then you can use it for, for a few times. Mm -hmm. And of course, an omelet, you can, uh, you have your peas and your corn there as being a carb. You have your eggs as being your protein. Then add your, your fat source, which could be avocado or some feta on top. Um, you can even, uh, if, you've had, if you've had an intense day and you need more carbs, you can eat it with a slice of bread or, uh, you know, add something else to it, some beans on the side. Um, yeah, and then soups, of course. Soups, you can make it with all vegetables you have. Uh, in, in fall, pumpkins are amazing. So you can make a pumpkin soup, which is basically just throwing pumpkin in a pan and um, put some boiling water or some stock on top until it's just not covered. So it will be nice and thick. And then boil it, cook it. And you can add potatoes to it. You can add lentils to it. You can add whatever other beans to it and eat it with a toast. 
or you can, uh, for example, eat a, a piece of fish on the side or, but definitely soups are easy. Again, you can make a lot of it, super nutritious. Um, and for that, you need a hand blender. And if we come to uh, fancy smoothies, uh, you don't need a huge blender to make a smoothie. My favorite kitchen tool is my hand blender, mm -hmm. which is actually just a small stick. And you have this uh, thing where you can blend your stuff in. It's a high cup. And there you can just put your fruits and maybe vegetables, if you like them, in your smoothie. Uh, some water or some sort of milk. Uh, and whatever things you like in your smoothie and then you just use the hand blender and you take the bottom part off you uh, wash it under the uh, crane and it's clean again and you don't need a lot of place on your in your kitchen to store it and it's way cheaper than a way cheaper we yeah, just bought one for i think somewhere between 25 and 30 us dollars which is yeah yeah got a, a lot of bang for its buck yeah, you know what? Also, the interesting thing is, is that you, if you go uh, uh, on trip with your um, uh, with your ballet group or with your uh, dance group, then you can just put it in your uh, in your bag. If you stay on in places overnight, or I also work a lot with models which have to travel all over the world, they can just bring it with. You know, it's mm -hmm. so small, mm -hmm. um, and again, it's super cheap. So uh, that would definitely be. Um, uh, my advice if you want to make smoothies because it's also nice especially in summer sure um, so one other thing that i love to make and it's also super easy is um, shakshuka that's also my israeli background yep i think most people know that dish so good um, yeah and it's just basically it's onion garlic diced tomatoes and then you can add some other vegetables in which are in season in that moment. And then you make some sort of tomatoes too. You add maybe some cumin or paprika powder and salt and pepper. And then you break some eggs inside. And if you make a lot of that tomato sauce, you can half of it use uh, put aside and use as pasta sauce. Mm -hmm. And the other half you can use for your shakshuka where you break your eggs in and then you yeah basically let them get hard in 10 minutes and then there's your shakshuka top it off with some feta eat a pita bread on the side you know or if you want to add carbs in your tomato sauce go for chickpeas inside or lentils or uh, all that kind of stuff but also you know you can uh, make yourself a poke bowl cook mm -hmm. rice that's also something, maybe uh, just a side note, make sure that you cook a huge pan with grains. For example, you cook a whole pan of rice and then you, eat, you can eat a few times in a row, you can eat rice. Eventually it will get boring, but then the next, the days after you can go for quinoa and the days after you can go for pasta, sure. you know? Yeah. And if you have your cooked rice stored, you can add a few tablespoons to your salad or you can add a few tablespoons uh, to your soup, maybe, you know, um, when you when you get home and you don't have the time to prepare something. So, um, yeah, that's also, and, and you can keep uh, prepared things for, uh, for, for at least five days in your fridge. So don't worry about having it only, that it can only be there for one or two days. Five days is super fine. Um, 
yeah, but then back to the Pokeball, yes. <laughs> uh, which is a big favorite of, I think, a lot of people. Um, you have cooked rice there and then make some vegetables, you know, and a few different ways. If you do cucumber with, uh, with some honey uh, in, in some sort of juice of honey mixed with vinegar, you have your sweet and sour cucumber. You can saute some uh, cabbage and then you can have your frozen peas where you throw... Um, when you pour boiling water on it, then you drain it and it's done. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so you have your cucumber, your cabbage, your uh, peas, and then eat it with uh, with some nuts or maybe you have you like tofu and you have some time to bake tofu, but also just a hand of peanuts and then make a dressing of soy sauce, honey, vinegar, and some chili powder. Nice. Uh, maybe you have avocado you can add on top. So it doesn't have to be to cost a lot of time and you can use uh, also cheaper ingredients to make it super tasty. Um, and then if you really don't have time uh, because you're home late or so, just bake, uh, bake an, again, bake an omelet or boil some eggs and eat it in a pita with some avocado. Uh, maybe you can push some tomato inside too. And that's good too doesn't have to be perfect all the time because this pita bread with egg, avocado, maybe some hummus and some tomato is also really nutritious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you're combining like ease of making these dishes with the fact that they are also super cost effective. Um, the only, uh, I would, I would just throw in my own favorite, which is just a stir fry too of a whole yeah. bunch of vegetables whatever is in your fridge is basically it's like my <laughs> friday night like going shopping on saturday i have a couple peppers left a little bit of cabbage and some tofu it's it's stir fry night <laughs> throw a little yeah. bit of um soy sauce on there and it's it's tasty yeah exactly um so this this is awesome for meal prep and i think you know you also bring up a good point like things can stay in your fridge for five days you make a big stew on sunday night and you knowing that you have a, a big week of rehearsals and etc during the week you are you're set um what i want to like plug in the holes with is um what kind of like what kind of non-perishable snacks or i should say easy go-to snacks would you recommend that um dancers have on hand to uh, you know, sustain them between rehearsals when they don't have enough time to eat their prepared meals? Yeah, good question. Well, definitely um, dry fruits. Um, what I said before, raisins are usually the cheapest and also super nutritious and easy. They give you carbs, they give you also some fibers and some, uh, some iron, other nutrients. Uh, but, you know, also figs or dates and uh, all these kind of stuff are uh, always there and uh, you can bring them with super easy um, nuts. Um, the mix of dry fruit and nuts are definitely my favorite, some sort of trail mix. Uh, so you have your carbs there, your energy, but you also have the good fats um, and uh, they also help the, the, the blood sugar level not to raise too fast if you add your fats mm -hmm. to your carbs. So the mix is great. Uh, another favorite of mine is just simple uh, whole grain crackers, uh, some sort of whole grain cracker sandwich, let's say, with a layer of peanut butter in the middle. And if you bring crackers with to, to the studio uh, and you put something in between, it usually gets a bit soggy. 
-hmm. but not with peanut butter. So um, yeah, that would definitely be uh, one of my uh, favorites too. You can use whole grain crackers, but also rice cakes if they are more your favorites. And if you like to bake in the weekends, uh, yeah, maybe banana bread uh, with mashed bananas and uh, um, uh, flour, whole grain flour, of course, and, uh, and eggs, that's basically the basics some milk and that's it. You can add whatever you like to it, whatever you have, but that's the basics. And if you slice that in, in, in a few slices and put that in your freezer, you can always grab one. And that's, um, so that if you like to, to create those kind of uh, bakings, that would definitely be my recommendation. But also if you like to make your own granola or if you found a, a healthy one in the supermarkets, just a little box of granola as a snack. It's really nice to snack, and it's also good because you have your uh, your carbs there. Uh, sometimes also some honey inside, which is fast. But you have also your uh, your grains, and they're usually whole grains, so they're a bit slower. There are some nuts inside usually, which add some fat. So just a little a hand of granola to snack um, would also definitely be one of my favorites to uh, to have. Yeah. Um, okay. Two things. Number one, how long, like if you were to grab a bag of dried fruits and nuts or like, I guess, trail mix and put it in your dance bag, how long would it, could it stay in your dance bag, um, and be okay? So like, what's the shelf life? Oh gosh. No. Well, I think, uh, (laughs) forever. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Definitely. That's also what I tell a lot of my students to just put a bag here in Holland. We have this, uh, uh, yeah, we call that student, um, yeah, student oats. <laughs> that, that's the name. It's a weird name, but studentenhaver, and it's a mix of nuts, uh, peanuts, and raisins. And my advice is always to put this bag in their, uh, yeah, in their in their bag, and then have it there until it's finished, and make sure you have one spare uh, in your pantry. Right. Yeah. Oh, student nuts. It's inexpensive nuts. Yeah. Trail mix. It's great. Exactly. Exactly. Because you can buy that one expensive, but it's also in non-expensive versions. Um, Yeah. Nice. So, okay. So my other question is, I love that you're saying things like get granola and make yourself a banana bread and have a whole grain cracker sandwich and, you know, have your you know, excellent foods in a pita when you're at home. Um, You know, I I think traditionally sometimes dancers are like, what, banana bread? Should I really be eating banana bread or like all the carbs in that pita? So tell us a little bit about the the nutritional benefits of eating um, carbohydrates like that, that I feel like sometimes are a no-no, feel like they should be a no-no for dancers. Yeah, I totally understand it. And I hear that often too. But carbohydrates are your main energy source. Uh, especially when your days are super intense and usually they are because you start in the morning with the first class, then you have the second and then rehearsals. And so you do need your energy there. And if you don't have enough energy in your body, it's super hard to focus. You get injured really quickly. Your energy level is, is like down. Um, so carbs are, 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 are your main energy source there. And the more intense the classes or the rehearsals are, the more carbs you need. So they're definitely not bad. And also, if you don't eat enough of carbs during the day or for dinner, uh, you won't feel satisfied, which will eventually 
uh, end up in maybe uh, overeating in the evenings or even binges, all that kind of stuff. So carbohydrates are super important as your main energy source. And I hear often that people are afraid of gaining weight mm -hmm. because of carbs. Um, but the thing that we, we gain weight from is eventually from too many calories sure. um, and not too many carbohydrates. Um, also from too, too much fats or from too much uh, proteins, we can gain weight, mm -hmm. you know, so it's not the carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are there to help you, are there also to help your, uh, your gut to stay healthy, which makes you be able to absorb nutrients better and uh, to not have intestinal complaints also while dancing. Uh, there are nutrients also for your uh, gut bacteria, which is important also for your health. Um, so again, carbohydrates are there to help us and, um, they're not going to make us gain weight. Definitely not. Of course, if we eat too much of that, yes, but it counts for everything, for every nutrient. Awesome. That brings up two more things for me, which I, I imagine too, it's the quality, like the quality of your carbohydrates also matters, Definitely. right? Definitely. So yeah. if you're having, um, granola that is mostly I don't know chocolate sugar, or <laughs> sugar <honey>. right <laughs> definitely yeah 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 that's a different yeah. story um and you you mentioned having whole whole you know making your banana bread with whole grain or whole flour what do whole wheat flour pardon me um yeah, whole wheat or whole spelled or, sure. or whole ray or uh whole uh, buckwheat or you know and my uh, advice in that would definitely be to vary because the more you vary the more nutrients you get in and the more nutrients your uh, gut bacteria get because every bacteria feeds itself with other nutrients mm -hmm. or other products let's say to keep it a bit Absol easy absolutely um so uh, another question that arose for me I know everyone's different, so you can't necessarily give, you know, one a one-size-fits-all answer to this, but you mentioned, you know, ultimately speaking, it's the number of calories that are going to, um, to make dancers gain weight. So if they are going to grab one of these awesome snacks that you were just talking about um, to eat between classes, um, mm -hmm. approximately how much would you – tell a dancer to eat should they eat until they're not hungry should they have a handful should they dot 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 yeah 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 and you mean a snack right correct snack yeah yeah no definitely don't eat till you're full because uh that might be too much and then when you start to dance the things will start to dance in your stomach as well so uh -huh. i don't think that will be a, a good advice but uh yeah a portion size from let's say this trail mix would be one hand which is 25 grams or like what I said about the cracker sandwich, which would be like just two crackers and or two rice cakes with some nut butter inside, or uh, a slice of banana bread, which is about a centimeter uh, or one and a half. And when we talk about that granola uh, mix, one hand again, 20, 25 grams. Um, and the other thing that's maybe also good to to uh to, to to know is i don't know if people probably they know the energy balls mm -hmm. uh the mix of dates and nuts and seeds um where you can actually also add protein powder in um yes. yeah and just make your own like energy balls made of 
dried fruits and nuts and maybe some protein powder. Um, I feel like and that I've... would also be like a 20 gram ball, 20, 25. Excellent. Yeah. I feel like I've seen those on your Instagram. Did they make it? I those? Think so, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Daphna's, uh, a very beautiful and um, makes you hungry Instagram page at the very end. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so I had a comment from a dancer. In fact, most of these questions were direct questions from um, dancers I work with. So one of the dancers said to me, um, she has issues like when it's a busy day and she doesn't have time to make food or she didn't prep beforehand. She, she finds that it is hard to find something that's truly affordable and actually healthy from a restaurant. Um, can you speak to her concern? Yeah, it's a, a good question because unfortunately that's the case. And, uh, I think it really depends on which country you are yes. uh, because for example here in Holland we have this salad bar where you can just uh, say whatever you want and they put it in your salad bowl um, and then you can pretty easily pick your vegetables and then your carb source protein source fat source um, and you have a, a place where you can create your own um, uh, poke bowl, let's say. So if you have a, a, a restaurant or a takeaway place where you can create your own, um, that would definitely be my first recommendation to go to. Um, also soup bars. It's also really nice to, uh, to grab something from. Um, but yeah, if you're stuck to an, uh, to an only Italian restaurants and stuff where you can get pizza or pasta, uh, my recommendation would actually be either um, a pizza without cheese. Just go for a pizza with tomato sauce and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, that would definitely by, my, be my recommendation. Uh, because the thing that makes it uh, high in calories is definitely the cheese, that the, the, the big amount of cheese that's on top. Or go for... Uh, for a pasta yeah a pasta with just tomato sauce I think that would be my advice in that case but I think most of the people most yeah most of the listeners will have something around where they can create your own or the other option um, and then I will just go on with the uh, in in the line in line with your stir fry um, uh, Thai restaurants Thai restaurants, you can always go to, for takeaway and there they have this amazing stir fries and they serve the rice on the side. So you can just add the amount that you like, keep the rest in your fridge and use it in other meals the rest of the week. And those stir fries are usually just with soy sauce. And then you can, uh, usually they have uh, one sort of like a few sorts of stir fries, but then you can add the protein you like um they have for example soya stir fry with chicken soya soya stir fry with uh shrimp soya stir fry with tofu um so yeah that would also maybe be a good uh, good advice to you guys absolutely and you know what the thing that i feel like i learn again and again is is people well <laughs> it's you meal prepping or making the time to do something correctly is, is ultimately to your benefit. You know what I mean? Like there's not like trying to find a shortcut. I'm not saying this dancer is trying to find a shortcut. Like I know her, she's not, but, um, 
trying to, you know, find something on the go um, or to fit something in is is just a lot more difficult. <laughs> so you have to plan yeah, for it. You yeah, can't skip on Definitely, speed. definitely. Yeah, especially if you're stuck with only unhealthy restaurants, um, it would definitely be to your benefit. And, you know, uh, coming home, grabbing um, uh, a salad bowl and then putting in a can of... Uh, um, of let's say chickpeas again and then a hand of lettuce and a hand of nuts and uh, a tablespoon of olive oil salt and pepper and a bit of vinegar is also something yeah which is actually super healthy and it's done in five minutes yeah. so um yeah or you know uh, um bake two eggs and eat half an avocado on the side with with one tomato or you know that's Really already sounds so nice and yeah you, some salt and pepper and that's already enough so it doesn't have to take long uh, or much time to prepare a full meal um, surely and I like what I like about the two options that you just gave too is they're not really heavy either exactly um, so eating them when you get home after a long day I mean especially as you're getting closer to bedtime is it's good relative yeah to what you could be making yeah those kind of things you know just a, just simple things can be made so tasty and also easy yeah certainly certainly um so another dancer asked me how you should navigate peer pressure from friends who want to go out for expensive food all the time yeah very interesting question mm -hmm. i think a lot of us have that um first of all i would i think i would advise uh this person to Pick one of the people of the group uh, who you're, uh, who you feel really confident with, and then discuss that situation with that person. Like this is how I feel about it, and um, I don't really know how to deal with it. What are your thoughts? Because I think that that other people in that group also think the same way, mm -hmm. and maybe that specific person too. And then you can suggest together to do something else instead of on your own, um, to stand up together and then suggest other things or to say, well, um, uh, this is, uh, can, we, can, can we go to something, uh, something else or can we maybe go home and create something together? And um, because I actually really think that others um, in the group would think the same because who doesn't want to save money? Totally. Uh, and spend it on other things and maybe what you can also do together is uh, go more together to to eat at home or to, to or go to cheaper uh, takeaways or restaurants or so and then save the money together for something big to do together mm -hmm. you know um, but then also um, it's not you, you should not be ashamed to say, no, I can't tonight, or um, I am busy tonight, or I don't feel like going out tonight, or, you know, that can also be a reason if you, um, yeah, if you don't want to open up the discussion. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting, too, like, what you bring up is uh, the fact that other people might be thinking the same way as you do. I often find that I have this conversation with dancers when they're injured, where they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I am the only one who hurts right now. Everyone else is like 
living their best lives and doing everything full out and they don't have any pain and I'm all in this alone, you know, and it's like, well, you know, actually, you know, go around and ask people how they're feeling and you might actually be surprised by how many people are feeling the same way you are, right? You're, there's a lot of like kind of isolationist talk, um, but it's starting that conversation is A, healthy, B, a good exercise and C, will really uh, start to let answers know. Right, exactly. They're not alone and yeah, they connect them. Connect people too. And uh, you also um, uh, give the other person where you speak to a very, very good feeling that, you know, that you go to that specific person or that you are so open and that uh, being open to people uh, connects and gives others also uh, a happy feeling also that they're not on their own in things but sure. and that other people uh feel also yeah yeah sad about things or it, it's not just they yeah. who feel sad sometimes and so yeah it it connects you you give others the chance to also feel good and it is relief for you it relieves yours for yourself. Sure. Yeah. And speaking of connection, there's really no better way to connect, in my humble opinion, than making a meal together. Um, though yeah. in this COVID world, maybe you can make your meal together on Zoom in separate spaces. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But still. That's my advice to people too uh, now because it's so common that we uh, do Zoom talks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, because uh, here in Holland, especially all restaurants are closed at the moment and uh, people are often at home and people who are all by themselves are alone at home and then they start to eat in front of television, eat mm -hmm. more, don't get satisfied. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, cooking together with friends via Zoom or eating together with friends via Zoom or with your parents, you know, you can just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, set a time and uh, let's eat together uh, via Zoom. It's just it's a really so nice solution to connect, to yeah. get connected with people and to feel connected and yeah. then eventually not eat in front of television. Right. Eventually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daphne, is there anything that we left out that you want to touch on? Um, not immediately. And I I hope I could, yeah, I, I did this help people and also who for listeners that have questions about things please feel free to contact me and then again via social media or uh, mail or because i think there's a lot more to tell but yeah yeah i'm sure a lot of you have individual questions i will absolutely put that information in the show notes um and then also uh, I know I said it in the middle of the chat, but Daphna's got a really beautiful Instagram page that just makes you very hungry and it has some good recipes. <laughs> so that will go in the chat. I mean, not the chat, the description and I um, of the podcast, and I recommend you all take a look. Um, <laughs> That's so sweet. Thanks. Yes, of course. It's really beautiful. Uh, yeah, great. Daphna, thank you. Thank you so much. I really do think that you... Uh, shared with us some um, very concrete, which is helpful for our dancers, uh, examples of both what they should be looking for in the grocery store, items that will go in many dishes, not just one particular fancy dish, um, and that are cost-effective. So I hope to our listeners that this was beneficial for you. Um, and thank you so much. Yeah, the pleasure is all mine. I hope I could help. Absolutely. Take care. Take care. 
On behalf of Ellie and myself, I, Marissa Schaefer, want to say thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on this episode of Dancewell Podcast. Our intro soundscape was composed by the dynamic duo Brendan Berry and Dylan Ezzy, and dancer-designer Katie Dean crafted our visual image. To those of you who have made this season possible by contributing to Dancewell, we are infinitely grateful. We wouldn't be where we are without you. Your donations help us to pay for SoundCloud membership, website fees and upgrades, and our recording technology. If you too would like to make a contribution to Dancewell, please follow the link in the description of this podcast to visit our GoFundMe page. We thank you in advance for your support. And lastly, if you like what you hear, we invite you to go to iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and search Dancewell Podcast to subscribe. You can also view all of our episodes and learn more about this podcast by visiting our website at www.dancewellpodcast.com. If you have questions or want to get in touch, email us at dancewellpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.